Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Light that freaking fireplace, pour the gasoline on it, throw that match in there, poof it up, baby. It's the divisional round. (sighs) My favorite round of playoff football, by the way. I think this is the best weekend of football we have all year. Because it's the most games you have... at the same time as the best teams playing, right? Yes. Because the wild, tar- wild the card round. Of what you said is more. Well, because the wild card round has the most games tied for this week, but you have teams like Tampa Bay who get in because they play in a really crap division, or teams that back end their way into a wild card position as like the seven seed or six seed. They're not really meant to be among the best teams, playing with the best teams in the league. But once you get to this stage, you know. No matter who you are, whether your your goals for the season were to make it to the Super Bowl or you're like the Jacksonville Jaguars where you were you had no idea where the season was going to take you and you find yourself in the second round of the playoffs, every team who makes it here made it here on purpose. Well, yeah, they didn't do it on accident. Well, made it like that's what I'm saying is that they didn't stumble their way into this position. I just think, you know, last week six games, four of them were great. Two, meh. Seahawks and Niners got out of hand in the second because half. Because the Seahawks were and that great of a team. And the Buccaneers just got blown out. Because they were that bad of a team. So, four out of six is really good. That's a great super wild card weekend. But, yeah, just things get a little more weightier the later you get into mm-hmm. the season. And, I mean, conference championship weekend's great, don't get me wrong, but there's only two games. You know, it's only mm-hmm. one day. You get a Saturday and a Sunday here on divisional round weekend. So, it's my favorite weekend of the NFL season. It's my favorite weekend of football overall. Let's break it all down. Let's start Let's with do the it. 4.30 kickoff on NBC on Saturday. Kicks divisional round uh, weekend off. Saturday the afternoon the football on NBC. <laughs> Jags and the Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs are going to win this game by like 17 points. And that's not me disparaging that, the Jaguars. Like I, I think they've no, had a great season. And I think they have them. a bright future. And I think they can run the AFC South for a long, long time. Health permitting and you know development mm-hmm. permitting. But it's just, again, they're my Thanos, Kansas City. They're inevitable, and there's two teams in the AFC that can 
keep up with them, I think. The Bills Two and the Bengals. Two teams aside from Can- that can keep up with Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, the Bills and the Bengals can keep up with Kansas City, and then I think the Eagles and the Niners on the other side have a shot too. But if you're not one of those four teams that I just mm-hmm. made, I, I don't know if you – like the Chargers maybe gives them more of a puncher's chance from familiarity standpoint – but they ain't going to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. Like, no. If you're not when those it comes four, to a game that really matters, if you're not those four teams home, I mentioned, you're not beating the Chiefs this year. You don't have a chance. And even if you are one of those four teams, the Chiefs are probably favored in every You're saying in the right. AFC. Well, there's two in the NFC, too, because I think the Niners okay. and the Eagles get there. They say, can match those, up against I mean, them. We, we've said this for the last, what, two or three weeks now. There's five teams in the NFL that have a legitimate claim to the Super Bowl, and then there's everyone else. And... The Chiefs kind of have, of those five teams, the easiest road to the semifinal, right? Yes. Because the Bengals and the Bills have to play each other. The Eagles are playing a division rival, and the Niners are playing the Cowboys, who, I mean, people can be people can have their doubt about the Cowboys, but they want a playoff game to get to where they're at right now. So I think the Chiefs have the easiest road there, and, you know, credit to them. They they earned the number one seed in the AFC, so they deserve this. Yes. They 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 get the claim. They, they get the right to play the lowest seed of the AFC teams remaining in this divisional round, which as a result is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We said last week we were rooting for the Jaguars to win, but you kind of wanted to see L.A. win just because you thought L.A. versus Kansas City would be a better matchup than Jacksonville versus Kansas City. But – Shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I don't care because I love – I'm all in for this Jaguars team, and I just love that L.A. continues to fumble the ball. Yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda if you were the L.A. Chargers. uh, They fumbled the bag. And the Jaguars now get to go to Arrowhead Stadium. Eight-and-a-half point spread right now for Kansas City. That's pretty steep, but, uh, again, I I think it's pretty accurate. I just – I could see the Jags maybe putting up a puncher's chance early, you know, maybe scoring a touchdown early, but – there's just going to be a stretch where the Chiefs score on like three straight possessions, 21 points, puts the game to bed. It's it's inevitable. And I don't really see – I mean, this is our job to do this, and I don't really see a a path to victory right now that I could carve out for the Jaguars. Like, is it Trevor Lawrence throws for 450 you know yards and four touchdowns? There's one there's – one, That might not even win it for there's you. There's one way, and you, you named the wrong guy. Is Mahomes plays terribly? Like it's it's he goes down, like with an injury. That's what I'm saying. It, like you have to take like you take out their biggest weapon, and that's mm. Mahomes. And it's not like you just have him be uncomfortable all day. It's he is not available to the team. That's I think the only way the Jacksonville Jaguars can beat this team, and yet collect your receipts. If the Jaguars win and Mahomes plays the whole game, come at me. The Jags have a knack for coming from behind. They've Come back from 17 points down, I think, three times this well, season. Well, I know they did it against the Chargers. Yeah. I know they did it against the Cowboys. Cowboys. I think there was one more. I think it was the Raiders game. They were down by a, a decent well, that doesn't, bit. Well, that shouldn't surprise you because the Raiders had the most fourth-quarter leads that were forfeited among NFL teams They were teams down 20-7 to seven to the Raiders. There you go. 20-10 uh, to 10 at halftime. They got a field goal to cut it to 10. There you go. And then they— Oh, you know what the other game was? The Baltimore game. Yeah, they came storming back against the Ravens, too. So, had a knack for coming from behind. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to get into too deep a hole against No, you can't. You can't. This is not a team that says, we're going to take our 14-point lead and 17-point lead and just stay neutral. We're going to run the ball. We're going we're gonna to run down the clock. We're going to just end this game here just in a 
in a couple minutes, and, and, and whether it's 15 or 20 minutes from now, we'll have our lead, and that's that. No, this team shoves it down your throat. If you get down to 14, in the blink of an eye, Tom, you could be down by 35. Yeah, so you got to start fast if you're Jacksonville here. You can't afford to dig yourself a hole. So the team won't let you back. We've talked about this before last week also, talking about starting fast. If you're Jacksonville and you win the coin toss, do you say give me that damn ball? Yeah, I don't want to give it to them. That scares me. Right, lot. because we we talked about how it used to be a t- it used to be a literal coin toss. You wouldn't know if a team wanted to take the ball or defer to the other team. Now it's always oh we'll just defer and we'd rather get the ball at halftime. When the Jags went to Arrowhead earlier in the season, the Chiefs were up twenty to nothing with forty six seconds left in the second quarter. Christian Kirk caught a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence to make it twenty to seven at halftime. Then it was twenty to ten. The Jags were starting their thing. The difference between the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders and the Ravens. They score that last touchdown that pushes it out. Because right. Mahomes found Kelsey at the end of the third quarter to make it 27-10. to 10. Jags score in the fourth quarter and make it 27-17. to 17. Yeah, so, But it's too late because you let him score that touchdown. Right. If you didn't score that touchdown, it's 20-17. to 17. But I think a lot of people are saying to themselves, oh, the Jags only lost by 10 on the road? When they were 3-6. and six. So on, like they yeah. weren't as good as they are playing right now. But that being said... The Kansas City Chiefs welcome a 3-6 and six Jaguars team on a Sunday afternoon, a sleepy Sunday afternoon in the middle of the regular season. You they're sleepwalk not really, through them. They're not going to really say, okay, well, we're going to play our you best can football today. Them. Yeah. But you can put up 27 points and feel comfortable the entire 60 now, minutes. Now, though, they ain't going to fool around. They don't play with their food in the, in the playoffs. <laughs> no, they so. do not. I have Unless that food is Skyline Chili. And then they just they don't know what to do with it. Gives them the runs. Right. The New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles love the nightcap on Saturday night. That's on Fox at 8.15. Division rival. Last week I said I'm going to learn from my mistakes. I said, ah, the Bills are going to blow out the Dolphins. Ah, the Bengals are going to blow out the Ravens. Uh-oh. Can't do that with a division game like this. And the, the Giants have something going for them that those Ravens and Dolphins didn't. And that's that they're with their starting quarterback and they're healthy for the most part as a team. So... I think the Eagles probably pull this one out, but I bet it's a very uncomfortable 60 minutes in Philadelphia. Yeah, you've you've been kind of ruminating on that for a couple of days now. I don't get me wrong. Am I impressed by the turnaround that Brian Dayball has in, in, instilled on this Giants team in one year's time? Absolutely. Am I impressed that they went on the road and won a playoff game? Absolutely. Despite you know we talk about teams. Entering January with a lot of momentum, the Giants were one team that was really falling off the wheels uh, as they got to the postseason. They had two wins in, what, the last, like, seven games, one against the Colts and Jeff Saturday, one against the Commanders, who also were having their own free fall at the same time. And then they tied the Commanders also, what, two weeks before that? So the Giants weren't a team that you looked at and said, oh, man, I Dayball, coach of the year, Saquon Barkley, Great running or great rebound season for him. Uh, you weren't looking at that team saying, "Wow, I, I'd be really afraid of the Giants if I if I faced off against them in the postseason." Except if you're Minnesota, who could lose to really any given team. I'm gonna give credit to New York, no matter what they do. I still think Philadelphia wins this game. I think Philadelphia wins this game. Like even if too. even if Philadelphia runs away with it, say like somehow, even though we th- the biggest blowout of the weekend is going to be. Kansas City, Jacksonville, and it ends up being Philadelphia and New York. Say the final score is like 41 to 14, something like that. I'll still say to myself, the Giants got there, right? I'm not going to discredit what they did. 
in order to get to the final eight, to the elite eight of the NFL season. I just think that, and maybe this is where you and I differ, I think that it's not so much whatever the Giants do on their end, it's just that Philly is just that well-rounded team that, yeah, they finished 2-2 two and two on the season, but they were dealing with a Jalen Hurts injury. They were really just kind of playing defense to that 12-3 and three record, that, that number one overall number one overall seed. Um, I think to me, Tom, Philly is still going to have enough pieces on every part of the ball on both sides of that football to just make this a no contest. I, but but again, I said no matter what the Giants do. So if the Giants keep it close, then even more so I'm going to give, I'm going to give them credit for going into a division rival home Philadelphia and playing this game close. I think one thing going for Philly too is that defensive line is great and they added to it throughout the season. Mm-hmm. It got a week off to rest and get healthier and if the Giants can get things going on the ground with Saquon and Jones, I think they can keep a defense off balance and score points. If that defensive front does a good job of corralling Saquon early, shutting down the run, cutting off that head of the snake, I think the Giants will be in trouble. But Saquon's a pretty good running back. We'll see if he has anything to say about that. Of course. I mean, Saquon, I think a lot of people were getting nervous going into this year. Will he or won't he finally, not finally, but at least get back to the player he was as a rookie, right? I think the rookie, his rookie year was his best year of his career, if, if it wasn't this year. I think this year passed it, but yeah. But he got back to it, and as we said in our previous episode in our power rankings, you can win with Danny Dimes if you're Brian Dayball. You, you, like, people will use that term stuck, but I don't think people in New York on that team are going to consider themselves stuck. So... You have a winning formula there. I just don't know if it's enough to win against Philadelphia on the road. One thing I like to bring up, though, that you talked about, the, the Philadelphia Eagles added to their defensive line really quickly. You know who's an unrestricted free agent this year? Javon. Javon. little reunion, maybe? Love it. This is one guy I wish we'd never let go. Wow. He yeah, was I so, mean, consider that so draft class so of better. Artie Burns, Sean Davis, and the third round was Javon Hargrave, and all three of them are off the team. And you really he's wish he was the only one that you wish he was. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's gotten even better since he left Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, really regret that one. Maybe there is a reunion in the cards. He's going to be expensive, though. Oh, absolutely. He's one of the best yeah. tackles in football yeah, he right is. now. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, Bengals, Bills, game of the week. No question. That is the number one head honcho. That's why it's at 3 p.m. on CBS. So, Tony Romo can be like, oh, Jim, oh, I don't know. Is he in bounds? So, oh, you, wow. you say that because even though it's going to be, what, Tariko and, and Collinsworth on Sunday night? Probably Sunday night is Fox. That'll be oh, wow. the uh, Olsen and Burkhart crew. For well, the, regardless, I don't think there is no Sunday night either. It's six thirty kickoff for the Dallas and Niners. That's like that's close enough. But Tariko I, and uh, Collinsworth are on Jags Chiefs. Okay, well, no one wanted to risk Al Michaels. Oh my and, god! And Tony Dungy falling asleep on the, on the mic during one of the best comebacks in NFL history. Right, terrible job by them. And Tariko was night and day. Tariko's great. The Bengals and Ravens game, yeah. especially the Hubbard fumble in the jungle. Oh, he was loving that. He was incredible. He, when he, when you know, if there's a broadcasting Hall of Fame, which I assume there is, and I, I bet you he gets in just because he's been around for he's forever. Already in it. That's gonna go on that highlight reel, right? That that little call. montage. And Collinsworth always brings the energy. So yeah, it was, yeah, it, it won't be Al Michaels. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy with Tony and and Ooh, Jim, and Jim Nance. Oh, I, oh, getting the Bengals Tony's getting a little game. annoying yeah. to me. I got to be honest with you. But back to the game. Ooh. 
I love my Bengals. My Bengals. I love my Joe Burrow. Wow. Did you hear that on Steelers Nation Radio? Tom Offerman calling him my Bengals. But I think they're going to lose this game. I just think the Bills are going to beat them in Buffalo. I think Burrow is the man, but I don't know. Just I don't have a really good feeling about this one for Cincy. I just think in Buffalo with the Hamlin momentum, maybe a little wake-up call last week for the Bills, getting that you know shock to the system from the Dolphins is exactly what they needed when you survived that. I think the Bills are going to win this football game. I think it's going to be a classic. I think it's going to be epic. I think it's going to be epic. close. But I think the Bills are going to move on. I, I just have a really – like I, I'm trying to get my gut to tell me who to pick, and it never says Cincinnati. It just – I wow. always think Buffalo wins. Uh, I got to be honest, Tom. It's a complete toss-up for me. You and I get pretty heated when we talk about who would have won that game for them back in Week 17. And I don't know. I, I, there's no way that I can lean 100% Bengals just because they scored a touchdown and the Bills only scored a field goal. I I, I kind of wish, you know, aside, you know, with all all respect for DeMar Hamlin and everything he's gone through, I kind of wish we would have gotten that game just so I have an idea of what these teams look like when they play each other. And I have no idea. How crazy is that? That we still, after... Joe Burrow has been in the league now for three years. We won't see his first time going up against Josh Allen until the postseason of That's his awesome. third year. Awesome. The stakes are at an all-time high here. Does he own Allen? Like, that's the last piece we of the have puzzle, no, right? Yeah, right. Like he he owns, pretty much owns everybody else. And including Mahomes so far. That's what I'm saying. Is he going to own we Allen? We don't know. Is he going to be the guy? This is the first test to see if he will be. Yeah, I, again, I just feel like Buffalo's going to win this football game. I, I don't know. I feel like it'll be close and Josh Allen will just make himself a bowling ball and run for 40 yards down the field through the secondary, set the Bills up for a touchdown, and, and go ahead and win or something like that. He he seems inevitable, too, even though he throws a ton of picks. But and, isn't and Joe? The ball. Yeah, isn't Joe? They're all Thanos. We have, like, three three Thanoses right now. Like, uh, I don't know who's going to win this damn thing. But I have it's a feeling great. he's going to be one of the three. I we, we need You know when you were growing up and you played checkers for the first time and you were saying, oh, well, this is really cool. No, I was this too smart for that. Game. I played chess. And then you learned... Chinese checkers where you can go for multiple. Oh, I need a Chinese checkers version changer. of an NFL game between game Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, and Josh Allen. I love that's Chinese what checkers. I need. That's a great game. I haven't played it in a long time. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And finally, before we get to our triple play, the 6.30 game on Fox, Cowboys-Niners. I'm so glad it's Cowboys-Niners and not Tampa Bay-Niners now. Like, I mean, Niners w- are still would you win. really be that upset? Because that would have meant that... Brady won a game, I guess. Tampa Bay could momentum. do it. Ah. And, then, it's, and then, then the narrative, the headline going into this week is not just Mahomes or not just Allen versus Burrow, but it's also Brady versus Purdy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think the Cowboys give you... Excuse me, a better matchup here. Give them a better well, chance a better to beat team. the Niners. They're clearly the better team. Yeah, and they've got playmakers. And not to say Tampa Bay doesn't, but I, I like what the playmakers in Dallas are doing more than the playmakers in Tampa Bay right now. Um, can Micah Parsons step up maybe a little bit? I mean, that'd be nice. You remember when we were saying the biggest the runaway, runaway for any year-end year award yeah. was him for Depoy? Not anymore. No. It's Bosa's, I think, from Nick Bosa from San Francisco. Right, not Crybaby Bosa. No, not Crybaby. Well, he's been hurt a lot this year too, Crybaby Bosa. Oh, is but... he? My ankle hurts. But yeah, Nick Bosa, I think, is my defensive player of the year. But they need Micah to step up big time in this game. Like I. I need a force fumble. I need a pick. You need one of those game-changing, momentum-changing plays to beat San Francisco. You don't just go out there and go possession for possession with them, even though they have Brock Purdy and I think win. I think you need to force them to turn the ball over a couple times. So uh, Cowboys defense can get some turnovers. They've got playmakers. I, I just think San Fran ends up winning a game that's close and better than what we would have seen if Tampa Bay had gotten past Dallas. Yeah, I'm more excited just because it's again, you want you expect these teams who are in the final 8 to be the best teams and Tampa Bay is nowhere near the top 8. Right? I be, did you have them in your JDQMTC? They were my JDQMTC. Yeah, I don't think they deserve to be there, but no, I mean that's because you were a more traditionalist than I was and you wanted playoff I was teams. smarter than you. Sure. You can say it that way. You were more of a traditionalist and that's fine. Uh, anyways, you just don't you don't consider Tampa Bay to be a top team in this league or anywhere near the top. And Dallas is, you know, Dallas has given you reason to pause all season long with, like we mentioned just a little bit ago when we were talking about the Jags, that huge fourth fourth quarter comeback effort by Jacksonville against the Cowboys. But you you respect them a lot more than you do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this will be as a result a much better game. Uh, than, than had it been Tampa San Fran. Yeah, exactly. Ranking the games, I got mm. the number one game is Bills Bengals. I, I think. Yeah, that's, I mean that's no question. Uh, two three is tough for me. I I would go Giants Eagles. I think Giants Eagles is, is, is number two then just because it's is, divisional. Then three is Cowboys Niners. Then four is Jags yeah, and Chiefs. But we love you Jags. We're hoping that the Jags yeah, can put up a puncher's chance. All right, triple play time. I love to inform you, Jacob, that you went 0 and 3 I did in the wild three. card round. I did go 0 right. 3. That's right. I did. So you're now 23 30 and 1. I went 2 and 1 in the wild card round. Thank you very, very much. I'll, I'll pause for your applause. My only loss was to Seattle last week. 29 24 and 1 on the season now is your boy. Since I won last week, I get honors. I am going to take, even though I think they're going to lose the game. Bengals plus five and a half as my first choice in the triple play. Bengals plus five and a half? Bengals plus five and a half. So, okay. All right. Bills win by a field goal, and I cover the spread. See, I'm kind of mad you went in that direction just because— Oh, I know that was going to be a popular pick. That's why I wanted to take it first. Yeah. All right. For me, I think—I honestly think the the most obvious one here is Niners minus three and a half. Okay. It's a little low. 
That makes me it's a little, a little nervous. Low. Makes me a You're little right. nervous. You're right. But again, it's Purdy. So I think Vegas is having trouble handicapping the Niners, just like everybody's having trouble making heads or tails of the Niners. Number two. I'm going to take the Chiefs laying the eight and a half points against Jacksonville. I think they're going to win by ten at least. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the Chiefs mine. in that one. Yeah, it's mine. a heavy spread. It's is it the heavy it is the heaviest spread of the divisional round, but I'm still going to take the Chiefs. Minus eight and a half. Hmm, that was gonna be my next pick. You stole two of my picks here, essentially. I'm, I'm drafting smart. So I guess I gotta go. Uh, I'm left with really no other choice other than to go Philadelphia minus seven and a half. That is beautiful music to my ears because my final pick is the New York Giants plus seven and a half. So I'm taking the G-Men to cover that spread and keep it within a touchdown at least. Final pick. Who are you gonna take? Final pick. I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna take the Jaguars to cover. I just took the Eagles. I can't pick against the the Niners, so I'm left with going against you. So I'm kind of left with Buffalo. picking Buffalo minus five and a half. It's which not is, a bad place to which be. Which is unfair, I think. Why? Like, can I not just take like Bills money line as like a kind of consolation? No, 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 no. Okay, you have to lay the points. You're gonna have to circle the wagons. That's you could be left with a lot worse teams than the Buffalo Bills minus five. And yeah, half. I guess so. Divisional round coming up next weekend. If you missed any of our show today, you can down next weekend. It's coming up in two days. If you missed very, any of our show soon. today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like the Drive, in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. Although that one's done right now. I- Got to remember to not say that. Mm-hmm. See, I'm dumb now. You're rubbing off on me. Uh, <laughs> the Steelers Blitz with Les and Motes, Steelers Standard, our show with Tom, me, Jacob, him, many, many more podcasts all available for you on the uh, Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. You enjoy that divisional round football starting on Saturday. It should be fireworks starting at 4.30 and ending at 6.30 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you for, hope it is. You know, I hope so. For Jacob, I'm Tom. And we'll be back again next week to recap it all on the Steelers Standard. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 